0: You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo in studio today. Andy is off on a well-deserved rest somewhere up in Kelowna. In studio, I've uh, got a couple folks to help me out. Uh, AJ Vickery. um, Hello, hello. My co-host on the television series. And we also have uh, Christina Stoyanova as well. You uh, probably recognize her from our app segments, but we'll have her sitting in. I need two of you to fill in for Andy. Yes, two. Can you do it?
1: Unbelievable. (laughs) <laughs>
0: we'll try You'll try your best. I don't know if you guys uh, saw this uh, story uh, getting a lot of news this week. Uh, it's the uh, the Apple uh, recycling story, and this was all over Fox News, Huffington Post, CNN, uh, essentially saying how uh, Apple um, recycles uh, e waste, much like you know these tech manufacturers uh, have to. And uh, during that process. Uh, you know, they can harvest uh, up to 2,200 pounds of gold worth about $40 million. And they get that from recycling old uh, iPhones and iPads.
1: That's a whole lot of bling.
0: That is a lot, right? Mm. So, you know, obviously that's uh, kind of an exciting story, right? You know, thinking that it's that much gold in iPhones. When you really work it out, uh, it's, it's about a buck an iPhone.
1: Mm. In gold?
0: In gold, <laughs> And so, you know, they use gold on the circuit, circuit boards and stuff because it's a great uh, conductor. And so, uh, you know, these news outlets were also reporting that um, Apple recycles uh, 90 million pounds of uh, e-waste uh, in 2015. Hmm. And so, again, all these tech manufacturers, they are mandated by state laws to recycle X, you know, number of pounds of e-waste, depending how much uh, stuff they're selling. So this was a, a pretty sensational story. They're, they're recycling millions and millions of pounds of e-waste, uh, getting all kinds of gold out of it as well. But it turns out um, there wasn't much basis in fact to this, no. other than that they had to report this in their filings because they're a public company. And they did you know, indeed say that they recycled 90 million pounds of e-waste. But uh, an interesting article uh, from uh, a writer called Jason Kobler uh, on Motherboard, which is part of the Vice uh, uh-huh. Group uh-huh. basically said uh, almost nothing about the apple harvest gold from iPhone story is true, even though like I can't even tell you how many outlets reported on this, so <laughs> essentially, what he's saying is that uh Apple, much like many other tech manufacturers, basically write a check to um, e recyclers to mm-hmm. get the credit for that mm-hmm. for that uh recycling essentially, so there's tons of these uh, e recycling facilities all over. North America, uh, they're recycling all kinds of stuff. And from what I'm reading here, uh, essentially most of it is the old CRTs still, you know, like the old tube TVs and, and monitors. It uh, counts for about 70%, 80% of the waste. And so companies like Apple and others, they basically buy those credits. So everyone's thinking that Apple is recycling 90 million pounds of Apple products. It's not true. Interesting. And that they have all this gold out <laughs> of it uh, as well. Because I thought that was kind of a weird thing to begin with because, you know, you do the math, that's, you know, that's tens of millions of iPhones that yeah. we've had to recycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, this author, and that's what I thought as well, um, he said, well, why would they recycle these old iPhones for a buck, mm-hmm. a buck an iPhone for the gold, when they can refurbish them and sell them for, you know, 100 or $200 in developing countries? Yeah,
1: especially when they're not uh, in the business of recycling. They're a manufacturer.
0: Yeah. And that's his point too. They don't have giant recycling facilities. <laughs> uh, Apple did um, demonstrate uh, the special robot they have that can actually disassemble an iPhone for recycling. Apparently, it can you know do about a, a million of them a year. Hmm. Which is kind of cool. But uh, it's you know you just got to be careful when you read these things. And I even talked about it. You know I had a few radio hits on uh, sure, sure. Of, uh, stations this week, and I was even talking about it. Hmm. So here I am propagating the <laughs>
1: well. You weren't houses. alone.
0: No, Mm -hmm. apparently not. Uh, You have Netflix? Yes. Do you you get the American Netflix? Uh, You know, I don't actually. No, I did. I did a while ago, but... Um, I'm looking at a guilty face down in the corner (laughs) here. Yeah,
2: I, I was using a VPN service, and about a week after Netflix announced that it was going to crack down on that, sure enough, I got that lovely message that said, we see that you're using a VPN service. And so no more American Netflix for me.
0: Totally heating up again this week. I think we talked a little bit about it last show, uh, Andy and I. Uh, but I have a lot of friends just, you know, asking, what, what service do I use now? Yep. You know, apparently from the statistics, uh, the estimates are that as many as 30% of Canadian Netflix users are using some type of blocking service, a, a VPN, mm-hmm. uh, to get access to the U.S., but uh, you know the simple fact is they have so much more content down there. We have about three thousand movies and TV shows in our library. Uh, the Americans have more than seven thousand, so right. as you can imagine you know much richer content. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of appealing. But you don't do it anymore.
1: No, I get, no, I stopped doing it. You know, the, and one of the biggest reasons is because. Um, uh, there's so many different ways of accessing uh content now digitally like netflix, netflix isn't the only game in town, and yeah. so i'm spreading that out across a few different and you know the fact is is that i'm just there's not uh specific u s programming that I'm totally dying
0: to get, and if I am, maybe I find a different way and so you got cut off you were paying for your service
2: well, I was paying for it oh for the v p n yes yeah, yeah,
0: and how much month was that?
2: Uh, you know what? I think it was like $35 a year. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad.
0: But now it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so what are you going to do? Is your life like <laughs> sadder now? Uh,
2: you know what? I've gotten over it. Yeah. <laughs> um Like AJ said, <laughs> it's not the only game in town. And so I started subscribing to Crave as well. Yeah. To Which is supplement. The service from Bell. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And how is it?
2: I actually really like it. Yeah. Um, the only challenge with Crave is that it doesn't let you control... Uh, the quality. So if you're streaming a lot of video, you're eating through your monthly allotment of internet really quickly. And with Netflix, you can bring down the quality in order to control that. But with Crave, you can't. Really? Yeah. So I, that's I haven't the,
0: tried Crave yet, but I find that weird that they would do that.
2: Yeah, that's the biggest challenge for me because I got one of those notes from TELUS. I was powering through six feet under. Yeah. Um, And I got one of those emails from TELUS saying that... you used up your your internet. Well, I was getting close, dangerously close.
0: (laughs) So um, would you go back to trying to find a service to to get the US Netflix or you're happy now that you've got Crave and...
2: Uh, There's just a point where it's too much effort. Yeah. And, you know, it's diminishing returns for me at that point.
0: Do you think people are going to quit Netflix because they can't get their American version?
2: No, I hear all these
0: people saying they're going to drop it. Like it's all over the the comment board. Oh, online. that's just silly. And I'm just like, Come on, there's <laughs> still
2: great content on there. I understand that it's limiting and it's sort of frustrating to know that there is a way to get the other content. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it's so bad that I need to quit.
1: But these types of stories can snowball because, um, you know, also in the markets, because Netflix is a public company now, like there's just, you know, news affects it. And the fact is, is that their uh, subscriber um, uh, forecast came in below estimates, uh, yeah. you know, in the most recent reporting.
0: And now the stocks dropped 9%. So, you know. What do you think is going to happen there? Like there's huge competition coming into play now. Yeah. Right. Hulu is down in the U.S. Amazon, uh, they actually have a video streaming service as well. That was part of their prime Uh, e-commerce shopping package they've actually unbundled it so you can actually just get amazon video by itself for eight bucks a month down there
1: sure so here's here's my thought netflix did something um that i didn't ever think that they could do and they rocked it and they started creating their own original programming yes and they own content and that gives them a walk. Um, yeah. You know,
0: but the, the other guys are doing it too. Who's doing it? Yeah. Amazon's doing it for sure.
1: For sure. But Netflix just has so much data, and they all, they all do for sure. But Netflix has all that data to be able to identify the types of programming that will be successful and almost like, you know, they just hit home run after home run after home run of these shows that are coming out. Crazy times.
0: We're going to have to take a break. Uh, When we come back, we are going to talk uh, photography in all different ways, starting with drones. We've uh, got our good friend uh, Brent DeWall coming online to talk about drone photography. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with AJ Vickery and uh, Christina Stoyanova. They're uh, filling in for Andy, who's uh, away this weekend. Got a bit of a photography uh, theme to do, uh, to today's show. Uh, London Drugs is actually hosting a uh, what they call the uh, LD Photocon. Uh, and this is a bunch of workshops and a trade show on all things photography. It's taking place today, uh, this Saturday, uh, 9 to 5.30 at the London Drugs on West Broadway and Canby. So if you are into photography or thinking of getting into photography, you definitely have to go check it out because they're going to have all sorts of great stuff happening there. On the line right now, we've uh, got our good friend, Brent DeWall. He is the manager for 3D Robotics. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, drones, we hear a lot about them more and more in the news now. Not always uh, good, but uh, there's a lot of uh, great uh, fun uh, and uh, you know, practical applications for them as well. You guys uh, are uh, big into the... Uh, the drone market. Uh, what are some exciting things happening with you guys?
3: Well, what's great about Solo is it's really an aerial cinematography platform. And so, when drones started out, it was kind of amazing that they just got off the ground and flew, and then we got all those shots always at a high angle now we're sort of in a in a third phase of it where we're using the drones for shots in films and shots in YouTube videos and documentaries and being able to get sophisticated shots is something that solo's all about, so we have a bunch of automated features in the software that make anybody able to do beautiful epic shots in almost any situation so it's with the computers you say I'd like to orbit an object you just have to sort of point at the object and it will do a nice clean orbit around it or I want to follow this jump or this track you fly it once and then you can save that and you're able to to really do sophisticated work with uh, video
0: this is good so I, I don't have to fly it anymore (laughs) <laughs> well, which, it really <laughs> takes
3: some of the burden off, yeah. and, and that's what's great about it is uses GPS when you're flying outdoors. It uh, makes it very, very stable and easy to fly. If you've flown the, the little ones you get for Christmas, it's kind of like uh, flying something that's skittering around on ice. Yeah. It just kind of goes all over the place. But with mm-hmm. GPS flight, you're locked in, you set points, and, and we're really adding a bunch of new features. We're down at the uh, National Association of Broadcasters, so NAB, and we had some great new features like uh, we call it uh, zip line and panorama. So zip line is you kind of point where you want to go, and it will just fly along that line, and you can move the camera. And panorama allows it to take six or eight pictures to give you something you can stitch together in your photography software later, but you don't actually have to fly the copter to all the different positions. It will fly it, take the pictures, and... You're good to go. You move on to the next
0: thing. So when you say uh, you point to where you want to go, you're not just pointing in the sky. You've got some sort of tablet or phone you're using?
3: Yeah, the way it works is the copter itself has a GoPro attached to it. And then your controller, you put your smart device, so your iPhone or your Android device on there. And you look through the Android device or the iPhone, and you can see what the camera sees. And then overlaid on that, you have some controls that say, yeah, this is what I want to look at. You press a button, and you're good to go.
0: How much are we looking at for, for your type of drones? So it starts
3: at 1049 and that gives you the controller and the unit itself. We do sell a piece called a gimbal, and what that is is it stabilizes the footage so that the camera holds steady even if the copter is being buffeted by the wind or moving really fast. That's 299 So you're looking at just under $1,400.
1: Let me ask you a question about the controller because I think that's really interesting i've seen a lot of these drones here that have sort of like software controllers, so there's not the added expense um, you know for getting into a drone by having a separate device to fly it. The idea being that you use the literally what you see on the screen on your tablet or your phone to sort of like control the 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 device but I find that um, my experience using those um, software based um, flying tools to be um kind of hit and miss, and I find the external controller to be sort of, I don't know, something more analog to it, like it gives me some a feeling of more control. Is there more control with it, or is it an enhanced way of controlling the device?
3: It act- absolutely is, because if you think of your video game controller, there's, they're really sophisticated, and our controller has a lot of uh, sort of throwbacks to that. It has uh, two sticks that have uh, a good, strong feel, so if you're flying, you can do some really delicate movements. There's shoulder buttons to control the camera, and it even vibrates when you have the something happen. So maybe the battery's going low or you've lost GPS or something has happened. It will vibrate, and you will look at the controller and know that you need to take corrective action. So that and the fact that it gives you a much better range and strength than a phone, much more stable a signal, uh, really helps out. I was actually flying in Winnipeg, and it was minus 10 or 12 and my phone actually went off (laughs) (laughs) so everyone in winnipeg knows this but i didn't and uh, you still have the controller you can still fly you can still land it so it adds a level of safety as well is
1: it using um still wi-fi to connect to the device or is it is it using radio signals
3: it is using Wi-Fi, so if you think of, uh, you know, you're connecting to the hotspot, mm-hmm. you're in a Starbucks, the actual copter is the hotspot, right. and your controller and phone connect to that, and it's got a nice strong signal. The When you're flying these, Transport Canada wants you to stay line in sight for safety, so you always see what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, and we're looking at a range of about 800 uh, meters to a kilometer.
1: I can't see that far.
0: <laughs> well, you, it's got the, very, you got the screen. very small. As long as you're not in Winnipeg, you're fine. You can see right on the screen where you're going, uh, and and obviously GoPro uh, cameras. Uh, that's high def uh, photography and and video.
3: That's right. You can actually control the GoPro while it's in the air. So if you set up one of these shots, you can shoot it once in four K, once in two point seven K. Maybe change some of the adjustments in terms of the color, and uh, you, you get more to work with. And when you're working with other people, having a GoPro is great because they know exactly what's coming for them, and there's so many accessories for GoPro. Uh, there's, it's really flexible. And
0: not
1: include the gimbal?
0: Or
3: uh, The gimbal's a separate piece.
0: Separate piece. Hmm. But that stabilizes it, so you got uh, smooth-like butter shots. I, you almost need exactly. that, I would think. Yeah.
3: Well, you do for aerial cinematography, but it's a really open platform. We publish a, an API, and people can write Python and apps for it, and a lot of people buying it are making things to attach on. At NAB, we had some great accessories. One was a light, so it just becomes a light you can put anywhere. Mm. Then light a scene, so if you're out in the middle of nowhere shooting a video, you can put lights up in the sky. Mm. Uh, There's another one that's a tether that is actually a cable, so it can fly all day. If you want to do a time-lapse of some kind of construction or barn raising or something, it could just sit there all day. And we've also partnered with Kodak to make a VR video, so wherever the copter flies, you actually will get uh, a VR movie that you can look around if you flew down the river, you can look beside, you can look behind, and uh, make those as well.
0: Very cool. Uh, we're talking with Brent DeWall. He's a manager for 3D Robotics. Where can people find out more information about your drones?
3: Well, we can look at 3DR.com and, of course, London Drugs.
0: Very cool. Got to check out uh, London Drugs today down on uh, West Broadway in Cambie. From 9 to 5.30, they've got uh, the LD Photocon, everything photography and drones. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs. When we come back, we'll uh, get some photography tips uh, from uh, another expert. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with AJ Vickery and Christina Stoyanova. We're talking photography today. London Drugs has got their LD Photocon happening down at the West Broadway store. It can be there you are into photography in any way or want some tips and tricks or buying advice you definitely have to go check that out the contest this week we're uh, giving away an ExoFrame case for the iphone 6 if you've got an iphone 6 this is an awesome case that will protect your phone it's got a two piece design and uh comes in three different colors as well 360 degree protection if you want to enter to win hit our website getconnectedmedia.com and uh, hit the contest page well, on the line right now, continuing on our uh, photography theme we 've uh, got uh, Nikki Hadley from london drugs she 's uh, the photo lab production manager. Thanks for joining us today Good morning so uh, we wanted to chat with you uh, on some camera buying tips, what to look for uh, in cameras and uh, you know i've i 've been going to your stores for years. You guys have a fantastic uh, photography section there. Your, your guys actually know what they're talking about. Great selection. Uh, but, you know, I think for some people, it can be overwhelming, the sheer amount of choice.
4: It's one of the reasons that we decided to do Photocon is to give customers an opportunity to not only talk to our LB experts, but to come in and talk to Canon, talk to Nikon, talk to Sony, talk to Panasonic, get an idea of, of how complicated they want to get or how simple they want their camera to be.
0: And what kind of cameras do you find people gravitating towards now? You know, we've all got these smartphones. You know, I've got an iPhone 6S here that's got a brilliant camera, uh, very convenient. Uh, I, I can imagine that's probably eaten into the, uh, uh, the lower end point-and-shoot market. Are, are people going for the, the, the better cameras now?
4: We, we definitely are finding that. We're finding that they really like the DSLRs. They want to try the interchangeable lenses. If they don't want to go quite as big as a DSLR, we're finding that they are going to the mirrorless compact system cameras. I've got a Nikon J1. I love it. It's compact. It, it fits in my backpack. It fits in my purse. But I'll be honest, I use my iPhone too. I use my Samsung device too to take pictures because sometimes it's that moment and you happen to have your phone with you at all times.
0: I know, Christina. You uh, have been getting into photography now. You've got uh, one of the Panasonic ones.
4: Yeah, which yeah. one? I have the G seven,
0: and that's uh, the mirrorless.
2: It okay. is, yeah. And how you find?
0: How do you, how do you it? like
2: it? I love it. I really do. It's funny because I've been taking some classes up at Langara, and oh, great. Uh, yeah, but the mirrorless cameras are not that popular with the <laughs> with the instructors really? that, yeah they Why? don't because they feel like it sort of is throwing off the balance of the universe like they're <laughs> they're used to the DSLRs and they know how to help students with those and with mirrorless the the menus are different etc so they're not that excited you know what? Excited. it
4: started with when we stopped film and went to digital and now from digital to the mirrorless it People they they like to hold on to the past sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nikki, explain to our our listeners. Uh, you know, we're talking about these mirrorless cameras. Uh, explain to our listeners uh, what these cameras are. Uh,
4: it's you know what I'm not the expert on that. Unfortunately, I am the photo lab expert. I'm I'm the back end processing. I'm the one that that does the pictures. I like the compact because it's smaller and the the sensor is just spectacular for capturing every single piece of information you want to get. The the DSLR it, with the mirror is really more along the classic lines of photography, of film photography. So it's really come in, have a look at pictures, see what you're looking for. It, and really, it can be something as simple as landscape versus portrait. If you like portrait, you might find that you like the compact system cameras a little bit better than the mirror.
0: You actually described that quite well. <laughs> that, was, that was excellent. Uh, no, that's the nice thing about the mirrorless cameras. Um, they can actually get all of that technology into a smaller size uh, and still have all the interchangeable lenses. And the quality is fantastic on the photos.
2: Definitely. It really is amazing. Yeah.
0: And, and so what, what should people look for when they're uh, buying a camera, Nikki? Like, what, what are some of the things that you would advise?
4: you know what it always comes down to comfort level do you want to learn more about your camera if you want to learn about your camera go for something a little bit more than what you originally thought the point and shoot is still a great option if you're really the the photocon event this year is about travel so what are you using your camera for is it for travel is it for personal are you more of a higher end photographer it's it's a million questions and if you really go to londondrugs.com there's a bunch of questions you can ask and we'll come up with recommendations for you to to say, hey, this is the kind of camera we think would best suit your needs and best suit your lifestyle.
0: So, I mean, the cool thing today is you've got that Photocon going on, uh, and this is something that you uh, uh, offer you know, your, your customers. So you're going to have a lot of the different manufacturer reps there as well. They can, they can fight over you.
4: They really can. And the, the great part about Photocon is we also have workshops. And if you haven't signed up, we still have space available. We have people coming in. To, to talk about the Nikons, the Panasonic, we also are going to be talking about our new software that the photo lab is offering, and you know how to how to order a photo book, how to order a print, how to order from your smartphone, how to order from your camera, what's the easiest thing to do? Can you do it from home? Can you do it from your tablet? So you have questions, we have the answers down here
0: christina you've got the uh, the, the Panasonic, the mirrorless one, the, the yeah. smaller one. Um, what would you recommend like why did you go with that and you know not a DSLR?
2: Uh, You know what? It it really came down to weight at the end of the day for me. So I held a few of those DSLRs and I thought, my goodness, my wrist is not going to be happy, especially because I travel. I love to travel. It's one of my favorite things to do. And hulking around
4: that camera and all the lenses was not an option for me. It makes perfect sense. And we have Panasonic on at three o'clock if you want to learn anything more about your camera.
0: Very cool. Uh, one of the cool things I, I found as well with these, uh, the, the newer cameras, uh, you, I think the reason why we love smartphones is because we get those pictures instantly, obviously. We can see them on our screen, and then we can share them right away. We can put yeah. them up on Facebook, Instagram. Um, and that hasn't always been as easy with you know, a regular digital camera because you've got to take the memory card out, get to your computer. But a lot of them have Wi-Fi now and apps that will allow you to send those photos you've taken right to your smartphone right away.
4: It's pretty incredible. I was in Cozumel at the end of January, and what my my uh, spouse and I were able to do is post right away to Facebook so my family could see what we were doing. It was absolutely incredible. We were able to sit, have a beer in our hotel room, and post things, have a look at it a little bit bigger on our tablet, and be able to share really within minutes the, the amazing things that we're seeing.
0: Well, Nikki, uh, always a pleasure. I'm, I'm so glad you came on. Uh, people can obviously go down to the uh the London drug store today on Broadway uh to get some of these uh, workshops and tips and uh uh you've got a section online as well for people to learn more
4: l d photocom I'm oh, sorry, ldphotocom.com. <laughs> and cool. we also have six more events coming. We've got Kelowna, we've got Coquitlam, we've got Calgary, we've got Edmonton. So really, it's not just Vancouver. We're definitely spreading it out. So come down and have a look and have a chat with our different vendors.
0: Yeah, we'll keep our listeners uh, informed on one of those, uh, those upcoming ones uh, are going to be happening in their city as well. Thanks a lot for joining us, Nikki.
4: Thanks for having me.
0: That was uh, Nikki Hadley, Photolab Production Manager from London Drugs. We're going to open up the phone lines. We'll take any of your tech calls or questions uh, now. If you need some buying advice or you need some tech support, we can help you out. 604-280-9898. If you're phoning anywhere in North America, here's a toll-free number. 1-877-399-9898. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. I've got AJ Vickery here in studio with me as well as Christina Stoyanova. We're talking all things tech. If you uh, have any uh, questions for us today, need tech support or buying advice, 604-280-9898 or one eight seven seven three nine 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 eight nine eight. 399 9898 As you know, AJ, I uh, do the global news segments uh, every Wednesday and Monday mm-hmm. as well. Um, I don't know if you saw this one this week on on Wednesday. I brought a um, a smart skipping rope. On. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, I, and I don't know why I do this because it's something that you got to demo. So this smart skipping rope works in conjunction with an app, um, and it's wireless. So as you're skipping, it actually transmits that information to the smartphone app yes. to tell you how many times you're skipping yes. and how fast. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yes, it's like a hundred dollar skipping rope, so I mean, it's up there. Yeah, um, but also. A big feature is that it's got a strip of LED lights at the at the bottom part of the rope, mm-hmm. and the idea is there as you're skipping, in front of you, it um, generates this. It generates this image at like numbers telling yeah. you how many. Yeah, like a
1: heads-up display. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it's really cool. And I'm just thinking, ah, uh, you know, why am I doing this? Because is this even going to show up on camera? Because you know the bright lights yes. and everything. So you know, I email my global producer saying, you know, I'm coming on the show. We're going to be doing this, and they're they're all excited. Yeah, and they're like. You know what, Chris Galis wants to do this with. You. Oh, <laughs> so Chris Galis, uh, for those who don't know, is one of the the lead anchors on Global BC News, and uh, I'm just thinking, oh, you know, he's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> really <laughs> tall too. <laughs> oh, well, here that's where I'm going to get to. Um, so, you know, I, I talk about a couple other tech products, uh, and then at the end of my segment, uh, he comes out. He's got his, sh- you know, his workout shorts on <laughs> and, and workout shirt, and oh my god. So, Chris, he's like eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, the man's a giant. Yeah. This skipping rope was not meant for him. Yeah. Because it's too short. <laughs> so, you know, he's looking around. He's, you know, making sure that he's trying not to hit the lights above him. Right? Because, again, he's so tall. Yeah. And then so he starts skipping. But the rope is just not long enough. So it keeps hitting him in the back of the head. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So it was a complete disaster. Oh, shoot. But um, it was funny. It was so funny. you you have to check that out. Uh, it's up on their website, Global News, uh, <laughs> Global BC News, and you know search for the smart skipping rope. You know, all that being said, though, you know what I like about that skipping rope? What? Uh, if
1: if that's a part of your workout that's important, this might be something that you want to look into finding out more information about because when you're working out in the gym and you've got your, you know how everyone does the cardio stuff and they they attach their phones for like running and they get like how far they've run or they use Strava yeah. and all so well when you're skipping, your phone doesn't really know how hard you're working. No. You know what I'm saying? like no. it misses And if a- your
0: phone doesn't know, did you really work out at all? Exactly. Right. Or if
1: you're trying to use your phone to get this holistic you know, picture of how your health is, yeah. uh, it totally misses that. So the th- cool thing is that the way this app, uh, the way it sends the information to the app is it can p- populate not just the program that it comes with, but also some of the more well-known um, uh, health trackers as well. So that way, you actually get that full skip and skipping is difficult
0: man i mean it is hard <laughs> i know I, I told i told aj um that i was going to bring this on on the news and he's just like shaking his head i don't know man <laughs> 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 that's what you just kept saying to me skipping is hard yeah skipping is hard yeah and you know i don't think you're gonna be able to do it fast enough for that led um you know number to show up in front of you yeah, i was worried
1: about it yeah but yeah, and but, you were right yeah you were totally well right. you, I didn't know you know Chris to do it either, I would have warned you about that. But the um honestly the um like there's a lot of smart technology being built into things that I think is dumb. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like yes. I mean oral B toothbrushes, thanks for making the electric toothbrush. I really like it. Do I need it to talk to my app to tell me when I'm brushing my teeth or how well oh, I yeah, brush my the, teeth?
0: The the app control
1: toothbrush. Yeah. Don't I don't think I think that's dumb.
0: That's like hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, it's not yeah.
1: It's a nice toothbrush though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the toothbrush itself is hundred bucks. So yeah. so, you know. 50 extra bucks for the app. (laughs) But anyway, but in a skipping rope, smart idea, right? I get it. An umbrella that tells me um, how much UV there is in the uh, outdoors right now, not a bad idea. Kind of smart.
0: Why? You wouldn't be using it.
1: Well, in the sun, I mean, like a sunbrella.
0: You're going to carry, oh, a sunbrella. Like if I'm at the beach and I'm under my umbrella and and I'm like,
1: like, oh, you know what? It's really cranking out there. I should keep my baby. Because you're under the umbrella. Well, keep my baby under the umbrella. Smart,
0: that, but it's sunny. Wouldn't you keep the baby under the umbrella anyway? Do you need your umbrella to tell you? That <laughs> I just you don't think be? it's a bad thing. if you're the UV just, index. I don't think is. you're a very good parents. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, you get my point. We're gonna, we're gonna have to have a talk after after the show. Your baby's still alive. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do a does it float segment on the TV show with your baby. No, <laughs> 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 no, with products that are smart. If, are they smart or are they not smart? We'll look forward to
0: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to take a break <laughs> when we come back. Christina's going to give us her, her app of the week. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with AJ Vickery. We've uh, also got Christina Stoyanova who's been joining us today. And it's it's your it's your segment now. It's app of the week.
2: It is, what yes. Do you, what do you got? I have an app for iPhone users to help them with public speaking.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I know about this one. This one's awesome.
2: It's pretty cool, yeah. What's it called? It's called Like So.
0: And so explain why this is, is great for helping people speak. And when we're talking public speaking, this isn't just like getting up on a stage and talking to hundreds no. of people. It's good for like interviews and just dealing Presentations. with people in, gen- in general. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. It helps you sound more confident because it actually analyzes your speech to tell you which filler words you're you're using and how much you're using them and also gives you an analysis on your pace.
0: This is kind of cool. So filler words like like and so, uh, hence the name, uh, exactly. actually, basically, yep. you would be amazed at how many filler words you actually use. Um. Yes. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was doing a, a radio um, interview from home on the phone, and a lot of my wife, uh, after the interviews, like, you've got you've to listen back to that because you said um like three million times. Hmm. Yes. But we all do it. All the time.
2: Yes, apparently I say so a lot.
0: <laughs> yes. And so now this can help you. Usually it's like, I told you so, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this still counts. Not. Well, maybe I was just saying that over and over at this app. <laughs> so it, it gives you topics from what I understand, uh, you know... And then you, uh, it records you for 30 seconds to a minute and tells you how many of these filler words you're using.
2: There are actually two modes. There's a freestyle mode where you can talk about anything. So if you have a presentation coming up, you can practice that with the app enabled. Or there's the talk about mode where you can actually select a topic and it will give you prompts. And then you have a certain amount of time to talk about that topic. It's hmm. pretty cool, eh?
1: So what is the uh, poor Android uh, people out
0: there? Uh, I, I don't do talk that? in public. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get more emails now. <laughs> do you know? What's so funny, Andy. Andy uh, you know our, our other co-host here comes to me in the office uh, this week, and he's like, "Yeah, we got to really work on your uh, your Android knowledge." And I'm like, "Well, I know all about Android. I probably know just as much, if not more, than you." But you know, whenever we're together, yes. Andy and I. I always kind of take the, the Apple or the iPhone sure. side, and yeah. he's more the Android guy. So we always have our arguments. But people think I'm an idiot, oh. all the Android people, who are a very vocal <laughs> a vocal group of people <laughs> who think I'm stupid for just loving iPhone or, or, or Apple. So hmm. um, again, I'll have to work on that. So how much is it?
2: It's $1.39 in the Canadian App Store. It's worth
0: every penny. This just is for iOS. Penny.
2: Just for iOS. Get over it, AJ. I'm just making <laughs> a point. You're
1: going to have to get an iPhone. Who does that anymore? Makes apps just for one platform.
0: Okay, you got a minute. You got a new phone.
1: Oh, LG G5. Speaking of Android, yeah. uh, this is the latest. You know, the one thing about Android phones is that there's so many of them that a lot of them can be quite ugly, right? Yes. Uh, bulky, but they're usually fast and and powerful. Uh, this one kind of combines the best of bo- both worlds. This LG G five, it's good looking. Yeah, it's a beautiful phone Uh LG. It's their la- latest sort of flagship device that's out on the market. You want to take a look at it. What I like about it, a couple things. Um, one is it comes with two cameras on it on the back. Oh. So it's actually got three cameras in total. That's one on the front, two on the back. The one, the the two on the back is one is a wide angle lens. So this is actually interesting because I thought to myself, well, who cares? Like just back up, you know. But in fact, um, I've been taking a lot of shots with this wide angle and having that opportunity in certain whether you're at a party, your birthday party, or whatever, whether it's video or just taking photos, still photos, um, having the opportunity to switch between a wide angle and a single angle is pretty cool. So pretty cool phone. So you give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up.
0: Well, it looks like that's all the time we have left. I want to thank uh, AJ uh, and Christina for uh, helping out uh, today, filling in for Andy. And Andy, I hope you're uh, enjoying the weekend. I hope you're listening to the show right now as well. It's important. Uh, I want to thank the rest of the Get Connected crew back at the office, Paul, Wes, Sherry, and Yolanda. We'll see you again next week.